You're listening to Kingdom Authority with your host, Dancia J. Morris, on Kingdom Empower Incorporated. We're here to educate, motivate, and elevate your mind, body, and spirit. If you have questions or comments, or just want to talk to your host, you can call in at 646-668-2413, or listen in online at landministries.com. And now, here's your host, Dancia J. Morris. Well, hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining Kingdom Authority Broadcast with your host, Reverend Dancia Jones-Morris. So happy to have you all on tonight. I thank you for coming in. Thank you for listening in because there's so much going on, and I realize you could be doing something else. So I appreciate you for taking the time to come on the Kingdom Authority Broadcast with your host on tonight. Let me tell you that this is definitely the day that the Lord has made and each of us should rejoice and be glad in it. I hope you're taking authority in your territory. Walk in this. Operate in authority. Do what God has sanctioned you to do, has destined you to do, has set you apart to do. There is no one else like you who can do it the way you do it and be who you are. I'm telling you, God has each and every one of us a special gift, and we have and only you can offer it to the world. I, I'm so excited about that fact that there's only one you. There's only one me. And guess what? God made us especially for one another. Isn't that wonderful that there's something in you that somebody needs in order to make it to their destiny? That is such a special gift, and God has graced us with that gift. Thank you so much again for joining. I know you could be doing so many different things tonight. We have a special guest on tonight, and I'm excited about this young lady. She is definitely a woman of God, um, a mother, and she's definitely um, a woman that's on the go, that's a servant of the Most High God. And so, you know, I ha- those type of people, you know, I have to have on this broadcast because I believe they're operating in authority and with authority in their territory. And so those are the people I want to have on this broadcast. So let's just go before the Lord. I just want to um, say a few things before we go have our guests come on and, and just kind of chat with us a little bit and share the gospel. So, Father, we thank you. Lord God, you are our, you are our redeemer. You are the all-sufficient one. You are more than enough. You are the great I am. You are definitely majesty. Um, You are dominion and power. You have dominion and power. You are definitely the great God, and we bless you. We bless you this afternoon, this evening, Father, for being our God, for being our Savior, for being Jehovah, Yahweh. Thank you for being Adonai and Elohim. Thank you. Thank you for being our peace, our joy, our provider, our healer. Thank you, O God, for being our sustainer and our keeper, our rock. Ooh, yes, you are our rock, God. You are a friend. Yes, you are a friend. And yet you're the Holy One of Israel. You're the holies of holies, but yet you are our friend, and you love us, God, as friend. You are are someone that sticks closer than a brother, and we honestly can't say that 
not too many people will do that for us. But, Lord, thank you that we can count on you. Thank you that we can count on you. Thank you, Lord, that we can lean on you. Thank you that we can depend on you. Thank you that we can rely on you. Thank you that you are our peace. Thank you, oh God, for being Jesus, mm-hmm. God in the flesh. And we glorify you this evening. We thank you that you are the way, the truth, and the light. Oh, God, we have to come through you to get to God. And so thank you, Jesus, for being that rock, for being our example. We honor you and bless you. There are so many out there today who need a touch, Father, who need to know the truth, who need to know that you are loving, who need to know that you're their friend, who need to know that you're the one that gives life, who need to know that you're the one who has graced them with a special gift and only you could have done it. Someone out there needs to know that they can operate um, with authority and in authority and through authority in their territory, Lord, that they are special, that, Father, you created them for a purpose, each and every one of us for a purpose, and we may not even know that purpose, but, Father, you have graced us with a special gift that only comes from heaven. Hallelujah. And we honestly can say that we love you for that. Mm. We say thank you, God, for that, because no one could have done it but you. And yet, Lord, we don't give everything that we have to you. Ooh, God, forgive us. Forgive us, God. Forgive us. You have so much grace, so much peace. We can take we can take authority, Lord, in the in the territories that you've given us. Help us to understand what that means for us individually and help us to understand where the territory is. And it's not someone else's territory, but it's our territory that you have given us and graced us with. And it's because of you that we have it. And we give all the praise and the glory and the honor is already yours. We say yes to your will. Put a yes in someone's mouth on today, in their heart first, Lord, and their mind, God, and strengthen them to walk out the yes in the name of Jesus. Strengthen their hearts and their mind, Lord, to say yes to you. God, help us to be an example, Father. Help us to be an example. Your word shows us that we're going to go through persecution, but Father, it's not because It's persecution, God, these days, Father, but it's not because always that we have done right, Lord. It's it's sometimes because we haven't done what we should have done. But, Lord, help us, Father, to endure when we do right, Father. We're still persecuted for your name's sake. Help us to walk out this path. In the name of Jesus, let your light shine. Let us be the light shining, reflecting your glory in the earth in the name of Jesus, Father, so that someone, God, can see you, know you, and trust you, and lean on you, and depend on you, and receive you, and walk out in their destiny. In the name of Jesus, we glorify you, God. Oh, I I pray, Lord, for that soul, Lord, that doesn't need just another conversation, Father, but needs love. And I pray for that soul that needs love on this day. As they hear my voice, they will know the love of Jesus, Lord, and the love that I even have for them without even knowing them, Father, that they are loved. They are love beyond words, love beyond even 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 thoughts, Father, that they can ever think of, that you love them beyond, even when they when when you knew they were gonna mess up. You still love them. That matters not, Father. I pray, Lord, there is a soul on this earth that can wrap their arms around them, 
lovingly, God, and pick them up and nurture them to walk out their faith in the name of Jesus. I say yes, God, to whoever needs a yes, Lord, and I stand in the gap for them. Whoever needs to say a yes, I stand in the gap for them until they're ready to say yes. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, let's um, let's go. Thank you, Jesus. Let's go right into this. Um, I just I really feel someone needs a touch on today, and I'm just gonna let the woman of God come and um, and just be able to share um, what is needed for whoever you are um, listening or going to listen. Um, I do know that. This is your time, and this is your season, and this is your time and season, and it is your turn for God to do amazing things in your life um, when you thought um, no one loved you. And it has nothing to do with getting things. You just need to feel loved. (laughs) And so I pray for you. So I'm going to bring the woman of God on, um, Sister Marcia Johnson, is going to come on, Minister Marcia Johnson, I'm sorry, is going to come on. And woman of God, first of all, I just want you to um, um, say something and speak life because I really believe there's someone that needs to know the love of Jesus just real briefly and then we'll get into about you and then into the word that God has given you. Can you just say something to a listening audience and especially to that person that I feel like there's the love of Jesus that's needed for them? Absolutely. Thank you so much. Uh, to the to the one listening, to the one who's going to press play, even um, if it's not live, um, I speak life into you. I pray that yes, your, your spiritual eyes and ears are open and that your yes, heart Lord. is open to receive the love of God. Because it's sometimes yes, you don't know how to receive his love. And he said there's nothing that you have to do. You don't have to climb. You don't have to work for it. You don't have to, you don't have to use your hands for it. You don't have to use your knees for it. You don't have to do anything for his love just to receive it. Receive it like a yes, gift. Lord. Gifts are free. And he wants to freely Hallelujah. give it to you. So I just pray that you receive his love. I, I, I grew up uh, not having a father and not knowing how to uh, relate in the natural what a father's love is, is all about. And so it was hard for me to just accept and receive love for free. So I pray that, that the Lord just opens mm. your eyes and, and your heart to know how to just receive something free without you having to do anything for it. It's absolutely free. There's absolutely nothing you have to do for it. Just receive it. It's hard to receive that. However, he's just saying, just just open your your hands, Mm -hmm. open your Mm -hmm. arms, and embrace it. Mm -hmm. In the name mm-hmm. of Jesus, I pray In that the, the, the enemy's mouth is shut, that he can mm-hmm. no longer tell you that you are not lovable, that he can no longer tell you that you are not worthy of the love of God because he's a yes, holy Lord. God. That's okay. He wants to bring you close. That's why he sent his son, Jesus Christ. He wants to bring Hallelujah. you close. He wants to be reconciled Hallelujah. with you, just like he wanted to walk with Adam in the garden. He wants to walk with you. He wants to talk Hallelujah. with you. He wants to commune with you. Let him. Let let him. And it, it and, yes, and and yes. just just relax about it. 
relax because he already yes. knows everything. He still loves you, and he has not changed his mind. About Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Bless you, um, sister, for that. Um, I don't know who it is, but I do feel that strongly um, for whoever um, you is. God loves you so much, he will put you on the minds of others, and they don't even know you. They don't even know what you're going through. So God loves you, my brother, my sister, whoever you are, my brother, my sister. Okay. All right. So praise God. We can't. We have to take time for those moments. Um, so Minister Marcia, you on, girl? Hi. <laughs> oh, uh, Reverend Dancia, it is such an honor and a privilege to be here um in this place and uh i in, in this place in this space and and i honor you woman of god for um for for asking me and and it really i am humbled about it i thank you so 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 much um i i was telling my friend i don't know why i'm so nervous <laughs> but um but god is so good and and uh i yes, love you so much and i appreciate you and all that you do in the kingdom you are truly a kingdom-minded oh, woman, God. and I thank God praise for you. Praise God. <laughs> but we're working together, and um, you know I watch you, so um, I'm honored <laughs> that you're on tonight. I want to make sure the people of God. So, is your title actually minister or reverend, elder? Tell tell the people of God, <laughs> so we'll know. Um. I I my the only title that I have is minister uh because it means servant. Be- I'm just a servant. Yes. I'm here to serve yes. uh the people of God. And so Amen. Um, I learned I learned years ago uh the the word minister means to serve. And so That's as right. the servant of the most high God, um the only title that I would hold is minister. I appreciate that, and those are (laughs) – I appreciate that, and those are things that I honor um, people for because we're all servants. So um, for tonight, we are just going to be um, just that, ministers of the Most High God, servants of the Most High God. So I want you to come and tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll we'll go into the Word, but tell us a little bit about yourself and what your passion is with the organization that you are also working with. Absolutely. Uh, thank you for the opportunity to do so. Um, <clears throat> so the Lord um, brought me here to Tucson, Arizona uh, back in 2010, and I had no clue what uh, what he was going to do with me and my life. And um, one thing that he has been uh, doing with me um, and using me is with the young people, with our youth, and that could go from um, middle school to to college, um, and then whoever gets a bonus <laughs> in in those areas, be it parents or younger <laughs> siblings, however be you know you get a bonus. Hey, I'm I'm down with that. Um, and so he also uses me in spoken word, in which um, I have uh, it's it's poetry, um, and it's. It's a way to to really get a point across. It's like a mini sermonette that rhymes. That's how I kind of look at it. <laughs> and um, sometimes it doesn't rhyme. Sometimes it's just you know what the Lord puts on your heart just to get that point across. But in a a small uh, moment in time, 
And um, with that, um, I did compile some spoken words that I did do since I've been here in Tucson. And I put it in the book and, and got it published, and it's uh, um, it's on Amazon, and, and that's one of my – one of, I feel like, a really a really big accomplishment um, as I still battle uh, <laughs> procrastination, <laughs> but um, the Lord that is the Lord is working with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is a huge accomplishment. Yeah, Amen. congratulations Amen. on that. Yeah, thank you so much. That, hey, congratulations with yours as well. <laughs> um, oh, praise God! Lord, yes, indeed. So the Lord has me working with youth and. Um, I do a lot of things out in the community. It's something that the Lord showed me early on um, here in Tucson that I was going to be doing a lot of things out in the community outside of the four walls of the church. And um, I I currently go to um, Desert Springs Fellowship where Pastor Mark Pakuba is my pastor. Woo, woo. (laughs) Um, And he, uh, he truly backs backs me up um when when I let him know hey the Lord has called me to do this and he's behind me 100% in support and prayer um and I truly truly appreciate that man the man of God um and so we Amen. uh we do the Lord just started me doing uh youth revivals here in Tucson we just had our first one in which you were there thank you so much <laughs> for coming and um <laughs> And sharing your gift with us, we truly appreciate you. And um, you know, just being a, just reviving uh, the generations under us mm-hmm. and and my generation. My passion is to um, make our young people aware of the spiritual realm, generational curses, how to get free from bondage. And I truly mm. believe like, when we see and, and look, this is Mental Health Awareness Month, we see a lot of mental right. illnesses in our young people, in our youth, and, and it's like they don't know why. They don't know where it's coming from. And what the Lord has been teaching me about uh, the generational uh, things in our bloodlines our young people are getting hit like never before, especially with all of the access to um, the, the the prince of the powers of the air in our social right. media and all of that. And um, they're getting hit like never before and um, not knowing and understanding what's going on. And I want my passion is to make them aware, open their eyes, open their, their ears to the voice of God so that they will know the difference between their voice, the voice of God, and our adversary, Satan himself, and um, and just being led by the Holy Spirit and, and knowing that this is a culture that's not boring. We have fun. <laughs> we, children of God, we have fun. We right. laugh. <laughs> we enjoy life. And, and and God is just so awesome. He has a sense of humor, and we want to. Um, I I really I really want to be a part of changing the culture uh, with our young people. And when it comes to social media, when it comes to their lives, that they can live out righteousness 
and not be looking for identity in the world, but living from identity in Christ. I love that. I love that because that's so critical and really in just any and everyone's life in these days to understand we can live. um, We're not of this world. We are in this world. But, however, we have the right to enjoy our life. (laughs) We have that right in Jesus Christ, you know. And so, Mm -hmm. if, if anything, the body of Christ should have the most fun. So. Yes. I'm just going to say it that way and enjoy and enjoy life. That doesn't mean we're, we don't have, we don't get persecuted. It doesn't mean that we don't have ups and downs. It doesn't mean that, right. you know, everything is just rosy. It just means we have a different perspective on right. what life sometimes brings us. So I, I want to thank you mm-hmm. so much. I'm excited about all the ventures that you have going on, and that's why I support it because I believe in what and what God has put in you. So I want to give you just time yeah. just to just talk about what you, the, the topic that you gave, the title of tradition versus the truth. And I want to give you yeah. space for the next 15, 20 minutes to just go forth and let's hear what God is saying from you. Amen. Glory be to God. So, um, Lord, just speak with my mouth, think with my mind. And be glorified in Jesus' name. So, I uh, yeah, tradition versus the truth. Um, it brings me to, um, you know, in Isaiah chapter 29, verses 13, Isaiah was speaking about um, how um, the, the people serve God with their lips and their heart is far from God. And we see this also in Mark chapter 7 when um, the disciples came in and they started eating. (laughs) They started eating, but they didn't wash their hands first. And so, of course, we have the Pharisees and the Sadducees just looking at them and they're like, wait a minute, like you didn't wash your hands, so you're just uh, defiled and you're filthy. And um, the Bible Bible talks about how uh, they went to, to... to Jesus and was like, why haven't you taught your disciples that they need to wash their hands before they eat? And so Jesus is telling him, he was like, hey, he answered them, and and I'll read it here. It says, well, hath Isaiah prophesied of you hypocrites? As it is written, this people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Howbeit in vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. For laying aside the commandment of God, you hold tradition of men as the washing of pots and cups and many other such like things that ye do. And ye had said unto them, and he said unto them, Full well ye reject the commandment of God that ye may keep your own tradition. For Moses said, Honor thy father and thy mother, and whoso cursed father or mother, let him die the death. But you say, if a man shall say to his father or mother, it is Corbin, that is to say, a gift, by whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me, he shall be free. And ye suffer him no more to do aught for his father or his mother, making the word of God of none effect through your tradition, which ye have delivered, and many such like things do ye. Mm. Traditions are is not 
saving people. Whether they washed their hands and, and ate or didn't wash their hands and, and ate, it didn't change anything within them. And if we read further in, in Mark, it'll let us know that Jesus was telling them it's not so much as what you put inside your mouth. Because when we eat, and as a nurse, when we eat something, it goes in our mouth, down our esophagus, into our stomach. It bypasses the heart altogether. <laughs> so what we take in doesn't defile us, but it's what's inside of us that defiles us. And Jesus goes and tells the people, he says here in Mark chapter 7, verses 20, and he said, that which cometh out of the man, that de- and he said, that which cometh out of the man, that defileth the man. For from within, out of the heart of men proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. And my whole purpose in saying this is this. God works from the inside out. You cannot have this outside-in transformation. The transformation starts from the inside out. And when it starts from the inside out, deliverance takes place, and the enemy can't come back in, I mean, unless we allow him to, But the true changing happens from the inside out, not allowing those same things to to still be there. Once they're out, they're out. Amen? And so when um, Jesus was telling telling them this, it reminded me of, you know, Romans chapter 2, chapter 12, verse 2, to be renewed in our mind. And we understand that our our minds is our um our 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 spirit we have you know these different components of us our spirit, our mind, our soul, and our mind, you know we have our will, and with our will, it's the things that we are willing to do our actions in so many words it's our actions, and our actions is what comes from our heart from within, and it's not that beating muscle in our chest. It's the consciousness, amen? And a lot of people, you know, I know that um, anatomy can be kind of confusing to people. But, yes, we have a physical heart, but we have a spiritual heart. Our spiritual heart are the things that we think about, the things that we think about that brings about action in our physical body. So when we're thinking about these things that are on the inside of us, and Jesus is telling us these things are on the inside of us, we're born into it. We're born into this sin nature. We're born into this. And what I try to tell my young people is this. In order for us to come, come be cleansed of these things that Jesus is talking about, we have to first recognize that, oh, my gosh, I, am, I was born into this thing. I, was, I am a sinner. And, and understand that Jesus gives us the opportunity to be born again to no longer identify to that sin nature, but to identify with our heavenly Father. Amen? And so when we are born again, um, we take on his nature. 
We allow him inside of us. Then the Holy Spirit is inside of us and starts pushing out those things that defile us, making us holy, making us righteous through Jesus Christ. We are the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus. And when we accept him into our hearts and we allow him to come in and fill us, we no longer have to hunger and thirst after things of this world. We hunger and thirst after righteousness so that we shall be filled. Amen. And so, you know, we cannot just know God by our experiences. And that's another thing that kind of trips us up. You know, one thing that the world teaches us is, hey, experience is the best teacher. But I know the Holy Spirit. I know a God that sent his Holy Spirit to teach us. That's the best teacher. Now, see, our experience can, can teach us some things, but the Holy Spirit is one that teaches us how to make those experiences work out for our good, that he may be glorified. And Paul, Paul is one that I really enjoy reading and listening to um, when it comes to, hey, you know what, I'd rather glory in my infirmity, hallelujah, so that, that God's strength, God can be glorified. His strength is made perfect in my weakness. So it's not in and of the people that we see in the pulpit. They're not doing it in their own strength. People that have the microphone, they're not doing it in their own strength. Because without God, they we, we wouldn't even be able to stand. We serve such an amazing God that he intricately put all of our bones and, and arms and legs and everything together for us to be able to stand and withstand the atmosphere that we're even in. I know that's, that's a little deep, but we cannot do it on our own. We can't stand on our own. If God didn't make the, the things in our bodies to our skeletal system, if we did not have a skeletal system, we would just be a bunch of skin. I don't even know how we would get around <laughs> skin and muscles. But, see, he orchestrated it, and he designed us to have this hard structure in our bodies called bone to be able to move us around and, and, and be able to, 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 to make the movements and, and do all the things that we can in our body. The same as he does with the Holy Spirit to teach us and keep us um, going in the, the right direction to correct us. We say something wrong. We are quickly convicted. We do something or we're thinking about doing something wrong. We're quickly convicted to not go in that direction. So it's not so much as, oh, you see somebody in a pulpit, they are just holy, they're just righteous, and it's in their own strength. No. It's the Holy Spirit that helps us. It's the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ that, that keeps us from falling. The Bible teaches us that. It's him who keeps us from falling. Now unto him who keeps us from falling. And I think what happens is when our young people see that we are, we're, we're, we have the microphone, we're teaching these things because we understand what's here in this word, they separate that we're doing it 
not in our own strength, but in the teaching and the keeping of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Scripture. good. And so when we put those things together and let our young people know, this is not in our own strength. We didn't do this from the, in, from the outside in. It was God that came in us and started working from the inside out. We, we, we have our used-to-be days. We have our B.C. days, our before Christ days. And when we are more transparent with our young people, they begin to see, oh, my goodness. And here I'm, I'm afraid of being of, of this holiness and righteousness talk because I'm thinking it's all boring. I'm thinking it's, oh, it's certain things about wearing certain things, about um, saying certain things about this, this, this church language and all of that. Absolutely not. See, it's what's mm. on the inside of a person that defiles them, not what goes inside the person, you know, or it, it's not what's on the outside of a person. You know, it's what's on the inside. And the Bible teaches us, see, God looks at the heart. Man looks at the outward That's appearance. Right. And we have to teach them, yeah, you might see all this on the outside. But I'm going to tell you the work that took place on the inside. Only I can tell you that. Only Dantia can tell you what took place on the inside of her. That's how she. That's how they overcome by the blood of the lamb and the words of our testimony. And you see, our our that's testimonies right. have mm-hmm. to be transparent to be able to mm-hmm. pierce the hearts of the young people for them to see, okay, I get it now. That's why you full of joy, because you were so depressed. Mm. Okay. <laughs> That's why you can say no to sexual immorality, because you didn't know your identity. You didn't know your worth. So you were looking for identity. Now you can say no, because you're moving from identity. That's good. So we teach them these things. And they're like, the light comes on. It's like a light comes on and they're like, oh, snap. It's totally different <laughs> from what I thought, <laughs> you know. And and I enjoy teaching the young people because I feel like, um, you know, when we look at, when we look at, you know, you probably learned in school about um, uh, the different, philosophers and the different uh I can't think of the the word right now it it slips my uh it leaves me but um you know like maslow's law hierarchy oh yeah mm-hmm. like philosophers, and, mm-hmm. um um those philosophers and they talk about the different stages that each per- developmental psychology and they go in to say at this certain age they are looking for identity. Hmm. Where are they finding their identity? And how do we, as people of God, as ministers, as the body of Christ, how do we help them find their identity in Christ? A lot of times we are so into the tradition okay, we have to do it like this and we have to do it like that. And right. no, you can't right. wear them kind of clothes up in here, like cover them with a sheet. Why? They right. don't even know why they're getting covered. 
Why am I getting covered when I think I'm cute in this? <laughs> I think I'm cute, but you're covering me up. It's not being explained. They're not. They're not. They're not understanding, and that's something that I grew up not understanding. Why can't I wear this that I think I'm cute in? But see, when I started learning my value and I started learning my worth, that's when my outward appearance started changing because of the change that was happening on the inside. What was happening on the inside, my outside started reflecting just that. I knew how to be modest and still feel pretty. I knew how to um, feel, uh, uh, have, a, have a place of, of being welcomed and wanted and accepted without having to uh, be in the face of a man because I knew wow. the God wow. that I serve, <laughs> the God mm. that I serve is the king of kings. Speak it. I am royalty. Speak it. I am a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. Mm-hmm. And so when the, that's the renewing of the mind. That, that, then we go back to Romans chapter 12. By the renewing there of you the go. mind, see, now mm-hmm. I'm able to speak these things because I'm, I've been reading his word. I've been getting taught by the Holy Spirit. I, and I'm, I'm hearing this, and I'm, I'm starting to renew my mind because I'm starting to say different things to myself. And now... Oh, my goodness, my confidence has increased. Depression who? I have joy. Now I can give joy. I'm changing the atmosphere with the joy that I have, this joy that I have. The world can't give it to me, and the world can't take it away. And we hear these things in the church, and it's like, well, how do they get this joy? Where does joy come from? <laughs> By the renewing of the mind. Yes. By the renewing of the mind. How is it that they, they, I mean, they still look pretty. And, you know, she covered up. And and, and I tell them my testimony. I wasn't always wearing, you know, covering up with girls and, you know, fruit cocktails and all of that. (laughs) You know what I mean? It wasn't always, what you see today wasn't always me. I have a used to be. I have a used to be. I have a BC era before Christ, before I allowed Christ to come in and start changing my life. And and when you start seeing how beautiful it is to receive, and here we go again, receiving his love, when you start receiving his love and you start understanding and, uh, um, your identity in him and what he calls you, and what he says about you and how he's pleased with you. Before Jesus started his ministry, the heavens opened up at his baptism. The heavens opened up and the voice of God said, This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. He hadn't even started his ministry yet. There were no miracles that took place before then. But God was still right. pleased with them. So when we're not feeling right about ourselves or we feel that we have to change this and do this and all of that, God is pleased with us. 
He is pleased with us. Mm-hmm. No, we don't. We when I go back to I go to Titus where um, we we are learning about um, the elders teaching the young or the older ones teaching the young. See, we walk out and live out grace, showing the people in this world that it is grace that's keeping us from falling. We're not perfect, no, but it is the grace of God that's keeping us. Why Jesus died for us to be free from sin. Titus, let me go to that real quick. Titus chapter 2, because I I want people to understand that it's not that we, we are out here with a license to sin. We don't have a license to sin. That is not, that's not the, um, that's right. That's not the point. The point is, you know, in, in Titus chapter two, and we can go, uh, you see, in Titus chapter two talks about self-discipline, which is a fruit of the spirit. Amen. See, Mm -hmm. um, we go, we go here <clears throat> to Titus chapter 2, verse 24. And the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, patient, in meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. My God, if God peradventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth, and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will. We got to teach him. We got to teach him. Because some, I was willingly getting ensnared because I didn't know. I was willingly getting ensnared because of lack of teaching, lack of self-discipline, lack of listening. I didn't have uh, respect for authority all the time because of the things that I've seen. I had an uncle who was the preacher of the family, who was the pastor at some churches, who, who was getting high, who was drinking, who was paying for prostitutes. So my idea of People in authority and pastors, all of them were corrupt to me. So I didn't listen to them. And then pride kicked in because that door was open. Pride kicked in. Oh, I don't have to listen to anybody. So I've been out of order for years. It wasn't until recently where I understand that God wants things done in decency and in order. The teaching has to go forth. In order for yes. the the teaching, the transparency, uh, the the testimonies, we still need testimonies, y'all. We still need testimonies. Bring back the testimonies. We need them. It's it's setting people free. It's setting people free when they hear the testimonies because of the blood of Jesus brought us through some things. It's helping not just us overcome. Was helping others overcome. Amen. <laughs> I love it. I want to. I want to touch on a few things and kind of bring that back. So we're talking about tradition versus the truth. So just 
plain, there's, there's a lot of stuff that you put out there. Someone that that um, is not familiar with the Bible, what is yeah. the the raw truth? What is the raw truth Amen. for them? Amen. The raw truth is Jesus died for you. Jesus died for you. He loved you enough to die for you. And he is the only way to heaven. He is the only way to get to the Father, the only way. Mm. And the truth Mm -hmm. is Jesus. He is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. Get to know him. Accept him in your heart. Receive him as your Lord and personal Savior. Mm. And when he is Lord over your life, he is Lord over everything. You allow, you think about him before you make a decision because you want his wisdom. <laughs> Amen. He is Amen. The truth. Amen. He is the truth. And, and so people of God, are, so and those who don't even know the Lord, Amen. listen, this is, this is the simple gospel that he came yep. Because he knew that we couldn't do it <laughs> Amen. for ourselves Amen. and that we That's needed it. a Savior. You know, yes. it's just that simple, and I'm so grateful for that. What we think we do want to do, as the Pharisees did, you know, we think that we can cover ourselves, that we can work ourselves into heaven, that we can work ourselves into salvation. Uh-uh, he gave it free. He just says you have to confess it and believe it. Yes. And then the life, he wants us to walk it out by faith. So what? So that others can come too, that we can be an example. It's it's not really hard. It's not really hard. And I love the fact that you said um, certain things about the young people. So let's talk about about some things regarding, well, it's not just young people anymore. You said something Amen. about, and this has been a conversation that people have brought to me and have wanted me to do, so you just brought it up. The, there, there are certain things that we do before, we, before Christ in our life, certain things mm-hmm. we do, certain things we wear, certain things we say. Talk about that mm-hmm. process um, and be a witness, too, of it. Talk about that process of getting to the point where you did things differently. And so I don't want to um, pigeonhole any one specific thing, whatever your journey has been, that's fine. But talk about Mm -hmm. that process for, you know, what it took, how it helped you to change. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, um, first and foremost, I accepted Jesus Christ. And and it wasn't because I grew up in the church. I I know a lot of people say, oh, I grew up in a church. But to me, I grew up in a church, and I did not, I knew of Jesus, and I didn't have a close and personal relationship with him. And so it wasn't until um, I actually came to Tucson, Arizona, which was back in 2010, that I understood, started to, started the understanding of knowing what it meant to have a close and personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And that, that in, in my understanding, was that I spent time with him. I spent time praying. I spent 
time reading his word and not just reading it, but actually um, looking up definitions of words that I didn't understand and started to learn the, the nature of his love for me. And um, I started um, speaking what I learned in his word. And and as I said, things that started happening on the inside, um, the Holy Spirit was was a constant voice in my ear to, hey, you know, you 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 don't you you're you're representing God. So is that gonna glorify God if you say that, if you wear that, if you do that? Wow. And so wow. when mm-hmm. I went to the store and I looked at a nice dress, the mm-hmm. question that came, the voice that I heard That's was good. is that gonna glorify God? Are you really mm-hmm. going to be representing him if you wear that? And that's when it continues. If you say that, is that going to glorify God? This conversation that you're in right now, is it glorifying mm. God? <laughs> mm. Okay. So, and eventually I started seeing that, oh, okay. In order for the people in the world who don't know him to start understanding the, the the transformation of what happens when we accept him and seeing how our past and our present is is like black and white, it is revealing the redemptive power of Jesus Christ. So you just I'm start walking you. it out. Mm-hmm. Walking it out. We just start walking and, it out. So yeah, for man. for so many people, you know, you're you're pretty well versed in the Bible. You can go from scripture and um how did you get that way? Ooh. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> um well first and foremost, I I would pick this Bible up. And I start reading, and I start falling asleep. And I wouldn't mm-hmm. have read nothing, <laughs> didn't receive oh, yeah. nothing, none of that. And so, actually, what what I started doing was I started watching preaching. Mm-hmm. Um, when when the pastors would preach at church or um, online, I'd watch preaching. And they'd they'd bring about something that would reveal something to me, and I'd be like, "What? How they get that out of out of that? Like, where that come from?" And so, right. So I would start. I would go home right after, and I'd start reading, and then I'd get something else, and I just started getting excited about the revel the revelations that the Lord would yeah. start mm-hmm. giving me, and then. So so when I started not just reading the Bible on Sundays and Wednesdays, I would test this thing out and be like, okay, let me let me read a scripture today. And um, right. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll try to remember it throughout the day. So I'm trying to remember this scripture and remember this scripture. Then the Lord would put somebody in front of me that's going through something, and that very scripture that I read that day right. would be for mm-hmm. that person. 
So mm-hmm. it just got more and more exciting to me. I'm like, Jesus, so you mean to tell me that the scripture I read today was for them? Wow. Right. And i do it again, he'd do it again. And I'd read another, yeah, read another scripture, he'd do it again. <laughs> then I started, I'm like, well, I don't want to just read, I want to read the whole story because it's the story behind every scripture. <laughs> And That's the funny true. thing is, the first entire book that I read, I say books, was First Kings and Second Kings. I got so sick of the children of Israel just just going backwards. <laughs> I'm like, man, he just delivered you. Like, it started being dramatic to me. I started seeing this movie. Ooh, I'm like, man, he, and you yeah. know how sometimes we talk at the screen when we watching the movie? I'm talking mm-hmm. at the Bible like I'm watching the movie, like, now, he just got y'all <laughs> out of this, and you going right back, just like, you know, them, the horror. Right don't, don't go back. Don't go into the woods. <laughs> <laughs> he in the woods. Don't do it. <laughs> so, and then I started finding some real juicy stuff in the Bible. I'm like, what? You know, like, um, there's a story in here where the there's a uh, the wife of this uh this I don't know if he was a king or he he owned land so I guess he was a landlord or whatever and mm-hmm. David was fleeing and he went there to ask for some help because he had previously helped his landlord and the landlord was being selfish and was and so David was like we finna get him and I'm sorry this is how I teach you know my my young people. So he 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 riling up the troops and his his people and they finna go get him. But the wife is like, no, I, I got food for you, I got this for you, and 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 sweet this and all of that and and bless David. And she wound up getting David. I mean, like got blessed, and I'm like, this something else. Juicy stuff is in the Bible, y'all. It I'm really is. <laughs> it's some juicy and stuff so, in here. So when <laughs> it's funny, yeah, and so. you know what? It's true though. If we just take the time to read it, I mean, we watch yeah. different. Uh, um, I know I like. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I like Empire, <laughs> but I had to find. I had to find out that I had to stop watching that so much. You know. Yeah. And so I, Amen. so I think about that. We watch these different things, but don't realize most of this has already happened if you really look into it. And Amen. if you really watch, all these things have happened. You can find it in the Bible, and you get your own sure little can. scandal. You can see your own little scandal in there, for real. Yes, ma'am. I mean, you know, yes, <laughs> you got you got Potiphar's <laughs> wife blaming Blaming Joseph for trying to get get with her, and he wasn't even thinking about that woman. Come he was on. just trying to serve. That's it. Amen. <laughs> he was just Amen. trying to serve, and he was just trying to live out the dream. And he want, you know, he yes. probably even wanted to see his family. And here he's got this woman accusing yeah. him. Now he got to go to jail over some mess. <laughs> Come on, innocent. Yeah. Yeah, innocent. So you want to get some? You want to get some juice? There's some juice in the Bible. For real, for real, (laughs) it really is, and it's all for. And here's the thing about it: it's all for um, God to show us just how much He loves us. 
Isn't Hallelujah. it wonderful? Hallelujah. <laughs> yes, indeed. He's so amazing. It all comes back to it's so amazing. It really is. Yeah. So um, yeah. I wanted to ask you an, a, a couple of other questions, but I think maybe just one, but we'll see. So okay, when you think about um, today's um, young people, why do you think they have the hardest time, and not just, just young people, but just people in general, why do you think they have such a hard time with what is the truth and what is supposed to be? I am so glad you asked that question. I'm so glad. I truly believe that our young people are looking at people, flawed people, for the truth as opposed to looking to Jesus for the truth. That's good. Mm-hmm. And and when we are not walking out the truth, when we're not living out the truth, which is his word, then we will be that stumbling block to our young people. And they're getting information from all over the place. It's information overload. And they don't know what's up from down sometimes, what's real, what's fake, fake news, real news. You know, we don't know anymore. And until we have the the remnant of people um, that are truly, truly walking this thing out, living this thing out, then it will continue to be hard for them to know the real truth. We are to be God's hands and feet. And if they can't find it in us, they're going to find it somewhere else. Wow, that's true. That is so true. Which should trigger us, um, all of us, even those who are young and in the faith and um, saying they're living for God, it should trigger all of us to do what is right. I think it's incredibly important Mm -hmm. for us to note what you said. You said they're looking at flawed people. Hear me, people of God, um, and I'm going to have this young lady come on and I pray that she can talk about this and that she actually listens into this. I'm going to have her come on and talk about the covering that God has to cover us. We think that we're covered. And even mm-hmm. in, the, in, the, in the household, when a woman is, is, um, is married and that man is her covering in the household, mm-hmm. but yet and still, God has to cover all of us because our covering is insufficient, and mm. so we have to understand within in 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 the body of Christ. I'm flawed. You're flawed. All of mm-hmm. us are flawed mm-hmm. in some way, and but we're just trying to do the best we can. We are no better. Mm-hmm. We're no worse. We just are mm-hmm. living out our 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 faith walk. And so when you look yeah. at flawed people, listen to me, the person that doesn't mm-hmm, I see, the person that doesn't believe in Jesus Christ and really and really concerned about the fact that we are talking about Jesus when he, when you really don't feel like he has done anything for you and God is not real in your life because of everything you've had to go through and continue to go through and the suffering that you really endured. Let me tell you yeah. something. Each and every one of us are flawed. Now, I pray that the Holy Ghost just really grips you to understand that no matter what you go through, God is 
still there. It's a hard concept, mm-hmm. but when you begin to change your mindset about it, mm-hmm. even in the middle of it, he will give you supernatural peace. I'm trying to tell mm-hmm. you, this is the way God works. It's not just the natural that we see God in and working, yeah. but the supernatural things that happen when, when you don't even really expect But then when you begin to expect, I'm talking to you person, when you begin to expect God to do something, let me tell you, Mm -hmm. he will meet that expectation in his timing, though. And so I pray that you're understanding your eyes, the scales fall off of your spiritual eyes so that you can see him clearly and not just trees. You see men as trees want you to see it clearly (laughs) and know that it's God. Know that it's your angels working on your behalf because a lot of times we don't put out the right thing. That's why we can't live in the right thing. If we never, if we never expect God to do, I'm going to tell you the likelihood of him doing because your heart is not open. It's not open to him. I I know what I'm talking about because this was me. I know people see Mm -hmm. a whole different side now, but there was a time I didn't believe God could do it, and I had my questions if God even existed because of the things that he allowed my body to go through and allowed me to encounter and the the trials and tribulations. But when I changed my perspective about it and started in that word, sis, when you said about this word, when you start in this word, he just begins to Mm. unfold. It may not be in that second. It may not be in that minute. It may not be that hour, day, nor even that month. But I tell you something. Something happens through the Holy Spirit supernaturally in your heart as it manifests in your body. This is not something you could ever see. We can't even understand it with logic. This is supernatural. The Spirit of God just transcends and and just rearranges, oh, my God, molecules in the air that causes us to be downloaded in from heaven. And when that happens, yeah. listen to me, person who is listening to me and, criti- and being critical of everything I say right now. I'm telling you, you mark my word. The Holy Spirit will do it for you as you seek him. Ah, I pray. I pray that the scales fall off of your eyes. Hallelujah. And that you will begin to see. And I thank God. I don't even have to ever know it. I have faith enough to believe that God is going to use you for his glory. Glory to God. Mm-hmm. I glorify you, God. Mm-hmm. I glorify you, God. Okay, mm-hmm. I was back to you, sis. Um, let's, ooh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for letting me hallelujah. see that. Hallelujah. Okay. That's good. Ooh, hallelujah. Sis, good. let me go ahead and let you um, go ahead and say if you have anything else you want to say and deliver to the people of God as God keeps speaking to you about this, the truth. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So our identity is not in the church building. It's not in the program. It's not in any of that. Our identity is in Jesus Christ, the one who came, the one who was crucified, the Mm -hmm. one who died for you, the one who went to hell for you, took Mm. the keys for you, rose from you, rose from the dead for you, sitting at the right hand of the Father for you, interceding for you. 
And those keys, he also didn't just get keys, but he gave gifts. And he gave gifts, and everybody can receive them if they believe it by faith. And if you just look to him and know who he is, and reading the word helps. (laughs) God uses people, yes. But remember, people are flawed. People do make mistakes. But you have to know the truth, and Jesus is the truth. He's the way, he's the truth, and he's the life. My goodness, my goodness. Listen, you, um, you, you done opened up my understanding, my eyes on something again. That identity is so critical, um, and we find our identity in him, and it often comes through the word. Um, we we yeah. want to do I, – I, I do these gift testings, but the more I seek God, the more I realize people can understand their gifting, the Holy Spirit will reveal. It, it's good yeah. with the man-made things, but there's certain – there's only so much that a man-made thing can give. And I believe that there's a lot of people that are inspired by the Holy Spirit, by God, um, to do and create things to help. But we cannot solely rely on – the stuff that man made, because this walk mm-hmm. is faith, which is spiritual. And that means we can't do it in and of ourselves. We have to have God, our Savior, Jesus Christ, the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit working within us in order mm-hmm. to understand who we really are. And that's the piece that we miss. We want to depend on the pastor, mm-hmm. the minister, the deacon, mm-hmm. the friends, the, the mama, the daddy, the grandmama. You know, mm-hmm. you you know, we have big mama and them, and then we have the aunties and the uncles. We wanna we wanna depend on them. Go to our friend. What mm-hmm. you think, girl? What you think, home? Mm-hmm. No, God, God That's tells it. us, and I know because sometimes I slip into that. And but He mm-hmm. defines who we are, and what better person? This is what you stimulated in me. What better mm-hmm. person than a person, the per the 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 person that created us? Yeah, who knows us? Inside and out, mm-hmm. and it, he, if he knows the numbers on our of hair on our head, and is mm. concerned about that, surely he knows who we are. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Sis, go ahead if you got something else, huh? Because woo, you stirred me on this <laughs> stuff tonight. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Yeah, this is this is good stuff, you know. Um, yeah, it and is. you know, I know that a lot of people would have heard that title and would have been like, "Oh, she's gonna bash the church." No, 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 because no. the church mm-hmm. is needed. The church is building the community. The church is needed. That's right. Um, the the very structure of the church is ordained by God. The very structure right. of the church is ordained by God, and. With the churches in our communities, um, we we uh, a lot of times people uh, call the church a, a hospital. Well, I'm gonna change that mm-hmm. up. I'm gonna call it an urgent care. 
okay? Because in the urgent care, you cannot stay and receive all that you need at the urgent care. It has to be the hospital. And I truly feel like when you go into your secret place and you get into your word, the hospital is happening on the inside of you where the Lord is able to heal. He's able to bind up. He's able to Mm. put the the bomb. Uh, Is there a bomb? That's right. Yes, there is. Come on, somebody. Mm -hmm. And as you continue with that close and personal relationship with him, then you're in the hospital. And even in the hospital, there are steps. You have ICU when it's a very critical moment and you need him to be with you closer and closer and closer and closer. And, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. only that that one-on-one time, then you have the step down Mm -hmm. where you step down from that. And, you know, you have other people around you. You can actually share a room with somebody. Come on, somebody. And step down, okay? <laughs> and so but then you then you then you continue on to where you actually then discharge from the hospital. And from that place, from that place is when you can start teaching people, okay, this was the process. This is what I went through. This is how I got out. This is how I was discharged or That's quote unquote good. delivered from this thing. Mm-hmm. Amen. So the church is an urgent care <laughs> and that's where we get temporary, you know, uh, things to take home that give you a prescription. You take home, you got to fill that prescription, and you got to start taking that thing, and that prescription is the word of God. They just give you where to start. Yeah, amen. (laughs) I love it. I love it. (laughs) Go ahead and preach it. Go ahead and preach it, sis. I (laughs) know. Glory be to God. That was that was a rainbow word. <laughs> Listen, church is the is the urgent care. The church is the urgent care. I love that. Yeah. That's a whole new perspective. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Yes, that's a whole new perspective. Okay, okay, I am definitely going to probably using that. So don't get mad. <laughs> and you can yes, yes, do it. Go for it. <laughs> Let me stop here. Amen. You know, I'm so glad oh, to have you on 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 tonight. I hope it's not your last time being on with me. Hey, I you pray tell that me, you will come I'll, again. I'll be here. Amen. Praise God. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> Listen, people of God, um, you can you can follow her. I'm going to attach her on to this. You can follow her um, at Marcia Johnson, M A R C I A Johnson, on your public page with Facebook. Is that correct? Yes, public figure page, absolutely. Awesome. So make sure you check her out, follow her. I believe you will receive a blessing as a result of listening to what she has to say. Um, I am going to close out for tonight. I would like for you, um, Minister Marcia, to pray and just pray for those for they understand their identity and understand the truth and that those of us who knew the truth and, and strayed for it, that we would not be like the Pharisees and then we will come back to it. Can you just pray for the people of God? Absolutely. Father God, we come to you as humble as we know how. 
under your mighty hand, Lord God, thanking you for being the author and the finisher of our faith, Lord God. Father, we thank you that you are writing the stories of our lives, Lord God. Father God, we thank you that every time you turn the page, there's more and more good to write. Father God, let us not be bound up by our past, Lord God, or any church hurt that's happened, Lord God. I come against it right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, I thank you that you're healing even the church hurt. Father God, that because they washed people, Father God, help them to understand that people, we we need you still. We need you, Lord God. Let us not be stumbling blocks as well, Lord God. Let us walk out your word. Let us live out your word so that when people are watching, when people are listening, that they are receiving your yes, truth, Lord. that they are not receiving tradition, Lord God. Yes, Lord. Father God, we yes, know Lord. that you are the way, the truth, and the life. Father God, let us look to you for all our understanding, for all our needs, yes. for all our everything, Lord God, that you have for us, any gift, In the name any of Jesus. calling, Lord God, let us look to you and not man, Lord God, because it's right here in your word. And let us have that, let us learn to know what that close and personal relationship with you mm, really yes, Lord. what it feels like and how it benefits us on the daily, how you correct us mm-hmm. and keep us, Lord God, mm-hmm. from falling now unto him mm-hmm. who is able to do and keep us from falling. Mm-hmm. We thank mm-hmm. you, Lord God. We honor you. We glorify you. Let the people that are listening right now, that are hearing the sound of my voice, harden not their yes, hearts and, and, and receive a heart of flesh and that they receive your love and your teachings, Lord God, with open arms and open ears and an open heart that they may do that good and perfect will. In Jesus' name, we pray. In Amen. Jesus name. Yes, Lord. Amen. So we thank you again, um, Minister Johnson, for being with us on tonight. It's a privilege for me um, to have you. I am I'm excited about your podcast, Listen, People of God. I'm going to post that on Facebook, so follow through. She also has a podcast that she does. Um, is it weekly? Um, I've tried. <laughs> okay. Yes. That she does on a regular basis. Yeah. <laughs> that she does on a regular basis. Amen. And so we want to make sure we support that and hear the words of God um, um, as, as God speaks to her. I'm excited because um, we still have this in our parent company, Kingdom Empowerment Incorporated under Dr. Donna Ganey has allowed us this opportunity to make sure that the Kingdom Authority broadcast continues to come to you. So we're grateful for Kingdom Empowerment Incorporated. I want you to make sure to follow the page at K-E-I-F-M underscore radio for Twitter and also follow the podcasts that are on iTunes, Kingdom Empowerment Incorporated. You will be blessed. You will be blessed. You can also go to K-E-I-F-M.com and follow Kingdom Empowerment Incorporated Radio. And, of course, you can always follow me, and I will direct you to these different um, resources. These resources are great for to sustain you throughout your walk, throughout the week, and we need that. We need that um, communion. We need that fellowship constantly. And as we live a full and great life, I'm excited about that tonight. Again, Minister Johnson, thank you so much for joining on Kingdom Authority. It has been a blessing, and I appreciate you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Thank you so, so much. I'm honored. Thank you so much, and you have a great night. 
Um, for those um, for those who are still on, thank you again for joining Kingdom Authority broadcast. It is a privilege and a pleasure. Listen, don't 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 miss next Sunday. Next Sunday is Biblical Scandal Night, and you know what that means. That means um, Coach Tim will be on, and we'll be talking about some things. This is Mental Health Awareness Month. We cannot forget to pray for those who are struggling with different uh, mental illnesses. It is incredibly important that we are healthy, and God wants us to be healthy, healthy mentally, so we can walk out and carry the house, the anointing that He needs for us to carry out on this earth. I am your host, Reverend Dancia Jones Morris. Stay tuned for some more things coming up over the next few weeks that are going to literally blow your mind. God bless you and have a great night.